Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. It's full time at Wembley, and United are now in the FA Cup final as a proven winner has just beaten and proven fraud by two goals to one. United went to goes down, as you probably know, because you'll have watched it. Um, I don't even know why I'm telling you that, really. I feel duty-bound. But um, we're just leaving the stadium now. Uh, everyone's absolutely buzzing. Uh, I think I said something on Twitter before the game, because I've been coming to Wembley for a couple of decades now, and you expect the part of me, but this is the most pissed up group of fans I've seen at Wembley, probably since the 1990 final against Palace and uh, obviously they've got something to now go and further compound that with with a win, gets us in the final and it just keeps Jose Mourinho's unbelievable record of just having success going. Manchester United are a club who expect to be in finals and expect to win trophies. We're not a fucking Liverpool or an Arsenal who went on either fucking third or fourth place and buzz off it. This is a club that expects the Manchester. So we've got a chance of that. We've got a chance of that with a cup final in about three, four weeks' time. Which will no doubt be As you can hear, United fans serenading one of the best players on the pitch today, and Herrera. Alexis Sanchez got man of the match, but Herrera and, in my view, Smalling and Jones both had outstanding games, so uh, they were equally deserving of credit. I won't fuck about rattling on too long, I'll get you some opinion, because I want to shut this down and then go and get absolutely ruined. So I'll see you, okay, Graham. Hey, mate, how are you? Hey, kid, you alright? Yeah, podcast United, we stand, how are you? Fucking hell, what a fucking brilliant win! I'm on Facebook, I've done Facebook Live for the finals score! Fucking brilliant! What was your first FA Cup final? Uh, 60-60, Leicester, Leicester! What year was that? 60 Summit! Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that tonight. Can we get Ian Jackson to the final? Can we get Ian Jackson to the final? Of course we can. See you in a bit. You can expect more analysis like that over the next uh, 10 minutes or so. That was a, a guy who used to run, used to run the Staley Bridge brand, a guy called Addy Burnley, top man. First FA Cup final, 1963, I think he said. He looks like it, he was the first one he's about ever going to go to. And that's a good thing about football, it's all about the moment, in it? And that's what United are, a club of moments where stuff happens, none of this mundane shape.
We're now being funneled like lab rats out of the stadium, down the ramps towards the underground station and the coach parks. It's a bit like, have you ever been in Ikea on a busy day? It's a bit like that. Where you can only go in one direction, whether you like it or not. As soon as I can grab some people who look like they're fit enough to talk to me. It's interesting actually, the Spurs end emptied uh, a good five or six minutes before the end of that game, which isn't like them, you know, set of supporters that are highly respected actually, but uh, that was quite unlike them, maybe they knew what was coming. They had enough of the ball, enough chances. But anyway. We're now at that point where our fans coming out of our end and now coming back across the Spurs fans coming out of the uh, end. It was quite fun. Oh, hey, mate, you all right? Yeah, good, you? You know, we stand podcast. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, good, good game. Yeah, played well. I thought we played really well. Played well in the second half. Played really well, held on, did what they had to do. Good defensive work, really well. All right, Sanchez got man in the match. Who were you giving it to? Difficult. Sanchez played really well, but also I thought Pogba had a good game. So. Thought Jones was falling. Did the job, we did what they had to do, held on well, good result. You got far travel? Where are you travelling back to now? Back to the Midlands. Yeah. Which, what is your plan going to be for the final? Come back again, win again. Chelsea or Southampton? Got to be Chelsea. Just imagine how much Mourinho is going to enjoy that. That's what I said, I said I think we'll, uh, he'll be revelling today, just lucky to get back here and uh, do the business. That's what he does though, isn't it? He wins stuff. He does, he does, and that's what we need. Yeah. The thing is, though, the whole season's hinging on winning this cup, isn't it? Yeah, but they will. Right. Good night, we stand podcast, how are you? Not even, I don't want to speak. We don't, we don't get many females on here, right? <laughs> yes, I'm good, how are you? Uh, did you enjoy that? Absolutely amazing, it was brilliant from so, the day this morning. Where have you come down from? Scotland. So you've come all the way, but you're not from Scotland, obviously. No, from Leeds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Tell me what you thought of the match. Did we deserve it? I think in the end we did deserve it. I'm not sure about Your our half-time. Your voice sounds fucked. Fucked at 8 o'clock this morning, that's it. Have you been Long boozing? Way. A little bit, yeah. We had fun though, it was good. So good have you come down on, what have you got down here, train? Yeah, train, yeah. Are you staying tonight? Uh, yeah, in Warwick tonight. Yeah. So you yeah. back to Warwick? Yeah, tonight, and then, yeah. And then to? Back up to Scotland and then later on. Fucking hell, that's some weird fucking journey, <laughs> that, isn't it? It's worth it though, I'm gonna you have a, I'm gonna have it a like this. Quick with your mate, you are right. I'm alright, yeah. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was fucking awesome, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, have you been to a cup final before? I've not, I've not been to a cup final before. You've only, you, you've only had a season ticket this year, haven't you? Yeah, season ticket this year only. So, you'll be back for a final, yeah? So you're right, I've already bought my flight. Oh, so you're going to fly back from Scotland? Yeah, fly back from Scotland, I've already got my flight then. So, right, safe trip, yeah? Right. Grafters are out in full force. Half and half scarves. Good souvenirs, I don't care what you say. Although I won't be buying one. Right. Most of the unofficial away coaches are parked at a pub called the Green Man, which is um, it's about a 10 minute walk from the ground, but it's about 95% of it's uphill. And uh, given the day most people have had, a lot of people look like they could do without that. Uh, 
just walking past the Wembley Hilton. So the thing about Wembley was it was always it always gets slaughtered because there was just nothing else to do. But uh, they are slowly but surely turning it into a bit of a bars and restauranty festival type of thing. So I think they're trying to trying to match what everybody raved about about Cardiff, which is obviously the greatest place probably in the world to watch either football or any big sporting event. Carl, your question time, bastard. <laughs> it was, um, I thought we deserved it overall, actually. I won't disagree with that. I think we we set up well. Um, Kane, did he even have a shot of goal? Somebody mentioned that he had one attempt. But if he did, I didn't see it. Um, Deli Ali got away with fucking murder again. Um, I, for me, I was right at the other end of the fucking ground and I'm wearing these windows <laughs> the prescription's been the same for the last fucking 25 years and we need changing badly but to me it was a blatant push on Jesse in the penalty area it was a, oh, it was a, it was a fucking penalty and that's it. we've won we've won yeah uh, we've won and what's great about it first is cup final you went to first cup final I went to was 83 yeah Still feels as good though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But I'm disappointed with the atmosphere in that place. I mean, it was—it's not like we weren't trying. We were, but because of the way Wembley's let us set up, well, it's, it was you. all frag fragmented. It was at the top. It was yeah. on the see. I was in the lower row. one, and I have to say, and I'm the first per first to beat up Wembley when I get any chance. It was all right, bottom tier. Yeah, bottom tier looked yeah. fucking brilliant from where we were. But the thing is, the noise doesn't carry up. So them on the third tier are trying to get something going, and then you've got somebody on the right hand side trying to get something. And it's just like at one point it was just all I could hear was a cacophony of noise I couldn't hear what people were singing but yeah it was a fucking great win and we're in another cup final and fuck the pundits indeed and fuck the fucking <laughs> how are you doing right. you're right. good man yeah, yeah. sorry your, uh, your, your turfing of back garden story went down well it did very well yeah apparently so you've sold me earlier yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's good news good to be at Wembley for the final again isn't it absolutely yeah I'll see it in four weeks man yeah I was buzzing off that you know what I mean it's Put a fucking brilliant end to our season, hasn't it? Do you know what well, I mean? That's what he does, isn't it? I've just, I just said that to Drew coming out. I went, fucking hell, you know it. He gets you there somehow, doesn't he? You know say, what I mean? You can say what they like about him, but he gets you there, doesn't he? Exactly, yeah. I'm absolutely buzzing off that. It's fucking. They didn't really give him a shot second half. Do you know what I mean? I thought, I thought we did fucking really well. This is gonna I be seen, I seen it. I was I behind mean. it. I seen Herrera coming in on it. I thought, just swat it, you fucking Spanish fucker. I've whapped right in it. I fucking went down about four rows. <laughs> it's only like, that sounds like something Paddy Crown would say. <laughs> Might be a job for me there. Might be a job when, he's, uh, when he pops it. Speaking of people who've died, hang on one minute. Charles, how are you, mate? Hi, mate is your right? mate dead or not? No, he's put a picture on. He's uh, in hospital. He's got some little oh, circles shot to him. So one of our, we had a casualty on the bus and we were we were convinced he died. So he's in hospital. Yeah, he's, on, he's in he's hospital. He's not dead. No, he's not oh, dead. That's a shame. Not yet. Oh, that's disappointing. He might be. I thought I thought we were going to have our first ever bus corpse. He stops chimping around, doesn't he? He stops chimping around. So uh, he's in hospital. Yeah, he's in hospital. I don't know how he is. I'm not. I'm not ranking. I don't know. I'm not ranking. Uh, he had his ticket. The bus driver didn't get in. <laughs> Why? The police won't let him leave the bus. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. It was way sick it, weren't it? <laughs> Said you want it back, so there's no point. The game's gone now. What do you think of the game, though? A bit negative, I think. Valencia oh, was shocking. Yeah, he's finished, though, isn't he? That's all shitting there. It's a good point, his, really. His to be yeah. fair, we look weak at both fullback yeah. positions. But. They pressed us so much better. We're just a bit too defensive, I think. But all in all, I thought they were going to nick it at the end, but I think we did pretty well. Never did any doubt. No. Right, see you in a bit. Rick, how are you? Great, Steve. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Need oxygen getting up that hill then. Yeah, yeah it wasn't good, was, was it? it? When, when, since when has there been hills in London? <laughs> you know, it was well hill. Well, no. Harrow on the hill. Well, all right. Let's not go through tube stops. <laughs> well, neither of them are tube stops. I want to take you back, no, Steve. Can I just say neither of them are tube stops because they're on hills? All right. <laughs> anyway, um, enough of this education of the city of London. Did you like that? I did. I don't want to take it all back. Uh, I think we should keep all the players now. Put them all on ten-year contracts. Great performance. Even Federico Mercado played well, didn't he? Yeah, he was brilliant today. Getting back, getting back from wherever he is. Absolutely fantastic performance. Yeah. Loved it. Hang on, I'm just being. Jesus. He doesn't look very well. Him. I'm just being. I'm just being shown a, a photograph of that lad who died on our coach before. Uh, anyway. Um, may you rest in peace and all that. Um, right, well, you've got a cover to design, haven't you? I have. I, I'm sure it'll be final based now. What are you going to put on it? Oh, probably a under error. To be fair, he did play well, didn't he? He did, I thought he was brilliant today. I thought all the midfield... Well, no, I thought probably and error were good. I thought Matty's going to put his foot in a bit more, but... Look, we did the business. We, we turned up at a big club again, at Wembley. It's against Spurs. Everyone had wrote, wrote us off, and I thought we put them... They did the business today. Brilliant. He knows what he's doing in big events, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Um, we don't know who we've got yet, do we? Chelsea play tomorrow, don't we? Yeah. It's got, likely to be them, isn't it? I think, I think, I think we've got a good chance. Final, guess, yeah, so. definitely, yeah. I think that's it. I've got to um, speak to Macca. Macca, how are you? Fucking sick, aren't we? <laughs> How's it? Yes, Ryan, you alright? Um, I've not seen you for ages. Are you good? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to th- yeah, yeah, you're on a podcast. The last podcast you were on, I had to abandon it. Why? Do you remember it was before Swansea away? You've been at um you've been at bowlers taking ease all the previous night. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remember. I went out two weeks ago. <laughs> How are you? I'm alright, yeah. Yeah, is it good to be back on the bus? Yeah. I'm not on the bus though, am I? Well what are you on? Oh, on the reserves. You're on the reserve, yeah I know but by that fat kid that don't get picked for football. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're on one of our buses. No, I'm just that fat cunt. Yeah, yeah. don't get picked. Yeah. Anyway, good shit. You're not using my goalposts here. No. <laughs> I know, I'm here, I'm here. Bashy. Hello. Hello, Hello, sir. You're on the podcast. Uh, are you Bashy, sure? Who, uh, are you sure? Who dresses in women's clothes and sells fanzines for us. That's not me, mate. That's me, pal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the one in the pink was your pal, wasn't it? How are you doing, sir? Right? Enjoyed again? Yeah, very well. I didn't pay for me ticket. That's not like you. Hmm. Snuck in like a cool guy. Have you been uh, laying on any cars outside schools? In while we were, while we're walking back there, Joe just threw a, a plant at someone's car. This gadget's going, You fucking cunts want to throw a plant at my car? <laughs> and he collapsed. And some random How guy. Are you, my not so bad, Steve. Not uh, so bad, mate. Win Got great win, Steve. Uh, they're quite easy, really, to be fair. They didn't, I didn't think they felt they threatened much, to be honest with you. Uh, not a bad win at all, mate. Quite easy. Knows what he's doing, Mourinho, doesn't he? Oh, he not Makes you wonder why we keep out in the company. He's the man for the job. Michael Hilton. Hello, Mr. Stephen. How, How are, are you? you? Have you shit in anyone's gardens lately? Not yet, but there is is, I'm staying over night. here tonight, so there's still lots of time. It's tonight the night. You know, it only start playing when we go behind. Yeah, and it's been, really we've true. seen it all season. Uh, I hear you've booked all your trips to the Americas. I've, I've booked all the tour, mate. Yeah, uh, where are you going? We're going Miami first. Yeah. But then we're going on to uh, Phoenix, Arizona for the first game. Then up to uh, San Francisco, spending two days there. Down to Los Angeles, over to Ann Arbor and back to Miami. Can't fucking wait, mate. That'll be top. You enjoyed today? Yeah, I did, mate, yeah. Um, and I said to everyone around me, they were all moaning when we went behind. And I said, look, lads, we've seen it all season, home and away. When we go behind, we play well. 
And what did we do today? We went behind and we played well. Just mate, you wonder why we keep doubting him. Yeah, it does, mate. It does. And, and I think Mourinho would love it if we beat Chelsea in the final. And you know what? We fucking beat, we'll beat him, mate. We'll beat him. I'd love it more if we beat Mark Hughes. Yeah, oh, mate. Fucking hell. Let's see what happens tomorrow, but yeah. See you soon. See you soon. Remo, you alright? Yeah, not so bad, Steve. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Very I thought good. we played enjoyed well. It. Deserved it. Yeah, we did. I just chatted to two Spurs fans afterwards and they fucking. They just That's said. Really gracious. No, not at all. <laughs> and I agree, Valencia probably should have been sent off. But it doesn't matter an absolute shit. They weren't, they weren't threatening in any way, so. Did you show him your stats? <laughs> I, I said. Good luck for the rest of the season, lads. And literally, their words were, we hope Chelsea beat you. And at that point, I turned around and said, honestly, is that what you fucking reduced to? And they said, they're a fucking landing club. Oh, one of them. Cunt. I hate people like that. Steve, you need to talk to me. Why? I need to talk to you, why? We've got a dwarf on our bus. Where, where is he? We've got, behind you. Is he on your bus, him? Yeah. Super. I've seen him, is he on your bus? Yeah. Can't you're, wait to throw him around get, on the way back. Don't get on that bonnet. <laughs> that one? No, no, don't. <laughs> um, why, why are you telling me this? Because we've got a dwarf on our bus. Right, okay. What do you mean? Pedophile club! Pedophile monster! Pedophile club! Have you done anything with the dwarf? Not yet, not no. yet. What's your plan for him? Uh, I'm just going to throw him about, I think. Text yeah. Ryan Roberts. Uh, uh, Ryan, we... you, uh, oh. Apparently, you can, you can hire. Right, go on the internet, you can hire Dwarf Vader and the Short Troopers. Go for how go, much? I, 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 go and Google it. <laughs> I'm not advertising it on here. <laughs> oh, dear. Prods. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, did you enjoy that? Fucking mega. Yeah. Deserved I, it, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Stop touching my leg. On his pants. Uh, I thought, I just thought it was a great performance and he was really, really still excited How about good it. was Herrera today? Um, well, deserved a man of the match. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Really good. As, as you could have also made a case. We all feared the worst after 10 minutes, room. but fucking hell. Really good. Really good. The, team, the, team's, the team's growing some balls. Well, our manager knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Apparently, more than us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll come to Big Phil in a minute. Vinny, you alright mate? Yes Steve mate, how are you? I'm good mate. Um, what's it feel like to be, let someone else have a heart attack on the bus as opposed to oh, yourself? Oh mate, mate, I'm not so sure that I can fucking sustain this excitement. The FA Cup's special to me, you know that. We've had this discussion many, many times. The FA Cup is, is Man United all over. Following when you're shit, following his successes. But, this FA Cup is wow. It's always Special. been United's tournament. Oh right? mate, honestly, I'm so I'm, I, I can't I can't speak highly of them. Yeah. Honestly, this competition, I love it. Yeah. Big Phil. Right, what can I say about that? Well I'll tell you what you can say. Um I, I can remind you about the text you sent me the other day. <laughs> Did you hear about the text he sent me? A bit kiss. He, no. he he sent me a text that was clearly not for me. He said he's I got a text off Phil, he said I've done a I've done a big shop and I'm, I'm, now, I'm, Twitter, now, I'm yeah. now just chilling out at home. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> you randy old fucker. Who, who was that meant for? Oh no, no. You well, you got to keep it going, Steve. Got to keep it going. Over the moon, absolutely yeah. over the moon. What was your first FA Cup final, United? Um, 70, 76, 76 against Southampton. Yeah. Then Liverpool. I've done them all. It still feels great to get oh, there, though, doesn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. And when you when you beat Tottenham, which is their own ground, 
and we did it in style because we were the better team. What more can we ask, sir? Yeah. How's yeah? little film? I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. yeah. You good? Yeah, not bad. You're not one for hyperbole. What no, no, no. Uh, the highlight of the game was the lad that collapsed and had to get to, to hospital in the Ambo. Yeah, yeah, on our bus. Yeah, on our yeah. bus. Yeah. Apparently he's not dead. Isn't he? Well, yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame. Could have had a day off work. <laughs> what, morning? But yeah, just yeah. morning. I've it's just it. been sending a picture of him. He doesn't look very well, but he's not dead. No, uh, have you seen the midget? I have seen uh, Dwarf, apparently. Midget, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have seen him. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, who do you want in the final? Chelsea, because yeah. we owe them one from when they fucking sneaked it off us, yeah. when Gizzy's goal was over the line. So, yeah, it's got to be Chelsea. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we do owe them one, and uh, you get the sense that Mourinho will enjoy that. Yeah. Um, you. Who's your man of the match? Yeah, it's got to be who the game man of the match, see. Sanchez. But, yeah, but to be honest, you look at all of them played well, didn't they? they I was thought no, it was a really good team, yeah. Yeah. They all played very, very well. Yeah. But if anybody edge it with his goal, yeah, it's got to be him. I'm going to let you wrap this up by telling everybody who listens to this what the FA Cup means to Manchester United fans. Oh, it means the world, and it always has to. It's just something special, a great day out, a mega piss up. What more can you ask, Steve? Sounds good to me, mate. Just book us on the coach. Yeah, enough. I will do. I'll put you on. Just no more <laughs> rude, no more rude texts. <laughs> you, right, I was, I was, I was, I was going to close it. Just put. I'm going to take some shit now. No, 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 no. Well, I, given that you, I'll let, I'll let you finish off by talking about Andrew Herrera. For three years, he's driven me fucking insane. Well, you've told this podcast pretty much through. <laughs> no, I think he's the world's greatest. He did play well, didn't he? He was magnificent today. And he played well, to be fair, against City. And he also played well the night. So, yeah, he deserved that. And I thought he played well. He took that goal well. But typically, Tottenham didn't have anything that second half, Tottenham. Frauds. We can still be playing, they wouldn't have scored. Yep. Um, I've, I've just asked a few people, a few of the older guard like us, what does the FA Cup and get into the final? Oh, tremendous. Us? Fantastic. Brilliant. I can remember. Crying my eyes, I didn't even go in 1976 when that bastard from Southampton scored against us. First one, 83, so yeah. Made up, really, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't go, still too little to go. What's been your best cup final memory, United? If I cut final memory, it's got to be beating Liverpool in... Uh, 96. Yeah. Uh, it was a horrific game, that, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's the, just that last-minute goal again. Yeah. yeah there's that, that one, and there's also... Uh, I actually enjoyed Everton. Ever I think Everton actually when Whiteside scored Everton. Yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed Brighton. Uh, I also thought I actually loved the first Palace game the three all even though we didn't win it. <laughs> no, I went to that. There, isn't he? <laughs> I've just been having that conversation with him. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he's had, to be fair, he did come on to say, "Look, I've been butchering him for three years. I thought I'd better give him some credit." Right. So you did a brilliant first. Fucking right, is yeah. All right, I'm going to close this off. As you can hear, everyone's absolutely buzzing. Most United fans are uh, celebrating. Everyone's in a great mood. There's going to be some uh, scenes on the way home here, I would imagine. Nothing more to add. Manchester United are in the FA Cup final. Jose Mourinho has proven yet again that the guy's a winner. And he's taking United to the point of being able to win another trophy. If we do win it, it will be our fourth in three seasons. And let's face it, winning trophies is why we do this thing. Until next time, we'll see you then. So that was the reaction after the match. This is the build-up up to the game in London.
It's a beautiful morning in London ahead of the FA Cup semi-final between Manchester United and Spurs. I'm looking forward to it because it's a semi-final of the FA Cup and it's a competition which still means a lot to me. However, I'm worried because United's recent record at Fulham... Look at me saying Fulham. And I'm not going to delete this out of it, but you'll come and see why in a minute. Against Tottenham away is horrendous. Horrendous. I've been the last, what is it? I've been the last five games at Tottenham away. I can remember one good first half um, when Van Hal's team played very, very well in a nil-nil draw around Christmas three or four years ago. And that's about it. It's been dreadful. I'm getting angry even just thinking about how bad United are at Tottenham. So you'll be listening to this afterwards and we'll have opinions on after the game. But before the game, um, I'm with Ian Hawkey at the moment. I thought it'd be rude not to speak to him because he's a popular guest when he comes on this podcast. Ian's a Fulham fan and he's... Uh, European football expert for many years was the European football correspondent for the Sunday Times. He's written some great books as well, um, most recently one of Alfredo Di Stefano, which we talked about on this podcast in January. Ian, you watch Manchester United a little bit. Well, before for Manchester United, congratulations on Fulham doing so well. You, the, the, I saw that they were second in the league. I saw a bit of the game against Millwall, and I've not watched Fulham play once this year. I've heard that Ryan Sessignon is excellent and I've heard that for two or three years and I've heard that um, a young, well, probably early 20s midfielder called Tom Kearney is also very, very good. Go on, put Fulham in the spotlight. Yeah, well, um, uh, yeah, you were, you, were, you were with us uh, last night watching um, at least the, the last bit of the game against Millwall which Fulham produced a excellent second half much in keeping with what they've been doing for most of the second half of this season um, and apart from the fact they're second as we speak now they may not be by the end of the day um, uh, it's, uh, they, they really are a joy to watch um, regularly uh, which, which is great and it's, it's you know it is an enjoyable to be a Fulham fan as it was uh, when the Premier League was, was a novelty and unlikely place for us and and really on form there should be every confidence that we might be in the Premier League uh, this year it'd probably be via the playoffs because Cardiff um, I imagine will will end up above Fulham uh, but we would go into the favourites at the moment on form and yeah a lot of that is to do with Sessegnon who who is obviously a, a boy wonder and has been for a while what's possibly people for, at, at a distance from Fulham may not know is that uh, he really isn't a left back anymore that is what he's, he started at what he made his name at as a Because United have watched him and United fans have thought he's coming in for, for Luke Shaw here but he, he doesn't play left back he plays in a much more advanced role yeah, he, yeah, he's, like he, Gareth Bale I'm, I know he's a totally different type of player and he's very slight but he started at left and then moved forward didn't he yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a similar evolution, except it's it's happened a bit earlier with Sessegnon. He is the best finisher at Fulham. Um, he scored a, a stack of goals, uh, some of which came when he was still masquerading as a left back, if you like. But uh, he he's brilliant on on the left of a front three. You could put the the number ten shirt on him, and he'd be fine certainly at this level. So unfortunately, uh, I think we know that he's not going to be a Fulham player forever, and. You know, if it's not United, it's it's Spurs. It's uh, the links with him are, keep going on. Encouragingly for me, Real Madrid were linked recently, and I think some Fulham fans were slightly hoping that Real Madrid 
as they have done in the past, might pick up his twin brother by mistake. Um, who's also a good player, but probably not in Ryan's class. In the first team? Uh, he, he's been in, he's played for the first team, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so he's giving us a, uh, a lot of joy, and, and any United fan will understand this. He's a, he's a local boy, which uh, is one of our own. And that's what like you're saying. Sing, yeah. um, what United great. fans won't really be able to relate to is the acceptance that you lose your best players because it's mm. happened so infrequently at Manchester United. I can only really think of Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo because yeah. even when Beckham and Van Nistelrooy went to Madrid, it was yes. on United's terms. Yeah. And is that just life as a Fulham fan? Uh, uh, do you uh, not uh, want him uh, to do Andy, too well? Andy, it's life as a fan of 99.9% of uh, clubs. Um, yeah, it, it it is that you know there is there is there is that sort of resignation, um, and it's not you know it's not really resented, as you know if if you know if a player starts behaving um, in a way that fans see see as disrespectful, then 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 the outlook changes. But you know I think it, he's a kid. He's obviously a nice kid. He seems a well balanced kid. He he. He goes through all the right gestures of being a local boy and, and for being very thankful to what the opportunities Fulham have given him. So, so if he signed for Chelsea, yeah. that would be like the worst thing for him to do, would it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think in, in, in our terms, yes. Yeah. Um, you talked about and praised Fulham's good football. You've watched Manchester United as a journalist. I've seen mm. you at quite a lot of games this year. What do you think of Manchester United's football under Jose Mourinho? Well, generally... Um, uh, it, too many phases of it are boring, um, uh, and I don't, you know, I, I don't think many people would disagree with that. And there's, it, it, it seems to me what's happened, and it's not just Jose Mourinho. It's um, it's the past five years, isn't it? That there has, there is a tolerance somewhere in that institution for stodgy football. Now, clearly, the the manager has principal responsibility for that um, but it's tied to anxiety isn't it it's tied to uh, a lack of belief in the huge potential of the very many attacking players um, and it's not working you know that United will finish um, in a better position obviously this season um, and tick, tick the right boxes in terms of Champions League qualification um, but they're a huge distance behind the best team in the Premier League, um, and the and, best teams in Europe. Yes, yeah, and significantly behind the the best teams in Europe. Um, uh, obviously, that was um, that 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 for me, in a way, was was uh, the low point, the elimination to Sevilla, um, and, and, and the contrast of, in in attitude of the two teams. Actually, um, you, you know, Sevilla, in some ways, have less to lose, but. Um, United do need to get that sort of elan back and the kind of players that they employ and want to employ need that as well. Um, but, but Anthony Martial, Marcus Rashford, Romulo Lukaku, the Jesse Lingard, there's some very, very good attacking players there. There's some wonderful attacking players and, and you you know, and you didn't mention the the Mata. two most expensive ones. Yeah. Um Pogba. Pogba and Sanchez. Yeah. Uh, Sanchez you know, you do need to give him some licence because it's a new club yeah. mid season. Um but um, and uh, you know, but uh, Pogba clearly hasn't helped himself, or those around him haven't perhaps helped him at 
stages of this season. Um, but there's a problem, and and you know there's there's a bit of a bottleneck as well, isn't there, for those those younger players? Um, so there's all sorts of. You think if so, he brings another attacker in, then one of them's definitely going to leave because they need to be playing minutes. The, the arrival of Sanchez has disrupted the team. I yes, guess. yes, um, and um, you know, it, I, I would imagine that the fans would be, in some ways, unhappier to see Rashford and Lingard leave than possibly Martial. This is not an evaluation of them as players and potential Martial champions. Martial is seen as hugely talented. He's, he's very he popular. He is hugely talented, yeah. And, and that was clear when he was in. I was speaking to somebody who played against him when he was at Monaco yesterday. And he said he was absolutely yeah. outstanding. Yeah. And he's got it. But yeah. one word which keeps cropping up with Manchester United is consistency. Mm. They were dreadful against West Brom. Played well against Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, played well in the second half against Manchester City and had a really good result. But you don't win league titles being so inconsistent. No, absolutely, and and it's the you know it's the struggles collectively against, and individually. Yeah, the struggles against the so-called lesser teams. Um, I think I think you were there um, for the home game against Huddersfield. Yeah. a couple of months ago. You know there were periods of that that yeah. game when when you know well the, the atmosphere was really flat as well. Yeah. Um, although it was the Munich anniversary that day. Yeah. One thing I don't know what you think of this. It was my thought at the time. Jose Mourinho had um, had a go at the the fans for yeah. the atmosphere that day, which he does regularly. Perhaps sometimes to provide a distraction. Um, um, I I thought that was slightly inappropriate given the date, but I don't know what you think. Um, you know, I thought you know there was a, there's a necessary sobriety um, on that particular February day. Yeah, so. I think it's a fair comment. I was there that day. I wrote about the atmosphere because he'd commented on it. Um, I remember, if, if I had to recall from that game, how aggressive Huddersfield were in the first half. I thought, how are they getting away with this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just bullying yes. some of the players. And also the Huddersfield fans outside the ground, did definitely some of them had not left Huddersfield before. <laughs> not been a strain to that territory. <laughs> and so the, the Cup semi-final today, people listening will know how, how the result has gone, but who would you fancy? Um, I'm afraid I'd marginally, and I think it will be, you know, I think it will probably be quite close. I would, I would slightly fancy Tottenham for the hunger and and the venue. Um, this great Tottenham team that wins absolutely nothing. Yes, well, well, the, the, you know, part, I think partly the need to win something is, is it, it, you know, it's clearly an issue. Well, Pochettino has talked down the FA Cup, whereas Mourinho is a collector, mm. isn't he? Yes, he, he is. He wants yeah. them. He counts yes. the community shield yeah. as a trophy in his career. Yeah. And there are plenty of examples of smaller clubs, I'm not saying Tottenham are small, but clubs that haven't won trophies, of winning a less important trophy and using it as a springboard. They need to win something, no? Tottenham. Yes, yeah, they do. They certainly do. Um, and um, Pochettino has been there long enough and bought into the culture of the club and its supporters long enough to, to acknowledge that. Um, although, clearly, it, it suits him to to measure his progress in, in other terms. Um, and, and then there is progress, you know. There's, um, there's a lot to like about, about Spurs. Um... I agree. They, they also need, you know, they 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 also need. There's, there's 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 sometimes an excess of love towards Spurs because I think possibly we in the media are all guilty about this. They are a slightly refreshing new element 
uh, to the top five, and six, so much of the media is London centric. I, 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 I do, I do think that's that's got something to do with it. Yeah, there are loads of West Ham yeah. supporting journalists, yeah. for example. Yeah, far more than yes. Yes, yeah, so I wonder if that's still the case. There was certainly a time when the Fleet Street um, football writers had an unusually high concentration of West Ham fans, but you know the media is more diverse now. Um, yeah, I do. I think that's right. I think, and but there is also, you know, there's also the the England thing that Spurs are deemed quite rightly, I suppose, to be the best servants of the England national team. That little honeymoon might only last another couple of months. Well, in Russia, when yes, England exactly. draw the yeah. free group games nil nil. <laughs> yes. Remember, yeah. we used to watch um, Espanyol infrequently. Mm. Ten fifteen. Yeah. Years he just ago. sacked their manager today. Yeah. Cheers for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought that oh, yesterday, yeah. in January uh, he was going to leave, and I thought I knew what was going to mm. happen next there, mm. and then something else happened. It's just a jigsaw football, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, but, uh, and, and I spoke um, to their sporting director mm. at Espanol. But my point was, Pochettino, Argentinian centre half for Espanol. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't see absolutely what was going to come next no. at all. No, no. Even when yeah. he was Espanol manager. Yes, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, he was mates with Zabaleta and they did go clubbing with this young Argentinian kid called um, L- Lionel from Rosario. <laughs> yeah. They'd go yeah. to Pachering yeah. up in Barcelona. Yeah. He did all right for himself, didn't he? Yes, he did, yeah. And uh, he's got a lot to him. He's, um, he's got some unusual traits as well, Pochettino. He's... Um, He's strangely sort of spiritual in some ways. Um, uh, but in, in what uh, way? Um, he's, he's, you know, he's really into sort of atmospherics and things like that, you know, and, uh, and mood and uh, all of which is, is important. Um, but, you know, uh, footballers can be a cynical lot. And so, you know, if you, if you misjudge these things, you have to be a little bit careful. Um, but... Clearly, he's got the faith of a lot of those players, and clearly he 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 can key into young players, which is a huge asset. And, um, I know a journalist who said to him, asked him about the Falklands, and he just went off the record straight away and said, "I'll speak to you about that later." So he clearly has very strong opinions over the ownership of those islands. I'm not going to yeah. ask him in the press conference after today. Um, <laughs> about <laughs> no, probably not. He's um, occasionally he 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 can be a little bit edgy in press conferences, and not in, not in the not in the way that um, Jose Mourinho is. You know, when you think that there is usually quite a lot of study to his controlling of aggression, or certainly the the, the subject theme, which he's very good at. Um, yeah, well, he's, wouldn't you be edgy? You get so much shit. Yes, absolutely. As yeah. a human, yes, yeah. you, know, you can go yeah. in there positive, yeah. and positive lines do not sell as well as negative. Oh ones. yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, the, the, but the, it's um, occasionally um, I'm surprised by Pochettino's perhaps expectation of a round of applause, which you know very often Spurs' performance has merited, but it isn't. It isn't our job to do that. Um, it's our job to ask him why X was selected and Y wasn't, um, and uh, sometimes he uh, yeah, gets sometimes a bit spiky. A, a bit spiky about that. Yeah. Um, Thank you for your time, Ian. I'm going to ask you for a prediction for the game today. 
Yeah, I'm afraid, I think, uh, probably, probably, um, I think Spurs to edge it. But I wouldn't say that with huge confidence. I'm going to head into central London now and then get up to Wembley. I'm with uh, James Scowcroft, United fan, former Premier League striker with Ipswich and Leicester City. It's a huge game this for Manchester United today, isn't it? Need to win the FA Cup this season. Massive. Um... But everyone listening is going to know the result, but maybe you having played at the top level, can we just talk about one or two of the players? Um, Anthony Martial is someone you've, you've raved over because of his talents but he's still stumbling at Manchester United for one reason or another he is but he's he's one of a, a big group Andy really isn't there there's not too yeah. many that are, are pulling up too many trees at the moment I just think Martial's um, yeah, it's a shining light he can win games of football I was at Bournemouth on Wednesday night and I thought he was excellent I thought he was United's best player um, and I think if you play to his strengths and let him have freedom in his play and and just get him in the opposition's own half I think he's a very very talented young footballer um, and I think you know, I was at Wembley uh, two years ago for the Everton game and it was brilliant you know I thought he was excellent that day he scored a great goal to, to win the game as well and he's capable today and I just hope with all the signings come in that you don't sort of overlook players that have cost probably a little bit more money or maybe on uh, more money than him that they start in front of him so that might be Alexis Sanchez why is it not working out for him um, I don't know. I, I think you know it does take time to settle. I don't think Manchester United is the easiest of uh, clubs to come into at the moment and and bed in. Um, you know, I've seen Sanchez play numerous times for Arsenal and he's been brilliant. So you know it's down to him. I, I just think my big worry is United don't start building a culture where players are coming for money. But there's a factor in those players coming to Old Trafford is definitely money. Uh, all, all day long. You, you know, it's, the, the, whether it's 20% yeah, or 80%. You know, the top four or five clubs in, the, in, in Europe now can pay big, big money. So United is uh, top of the tree. And what about Jose Mourinho? Do you think he's the man to take, take United forward because there are still concerns about his, the, the style of football under him? You know, is there anyone better? Is there anyone, you know, the best manager is the current one always because he knows the most about the team and, and the players around him. Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba's got everything, absolutely everything. I look at him and I don't think he's been coached in his career. I, I, I don't think he knows how to use his, his attributes to, in a game of 11 v 11. I don't, I don't think he knows and I think maybe because of his price tag and but he was coached at Juventus no club in European football is coached as strictly there the players consider themselves to okay, be robots so, so, so I don't think he knows now how to affect a Premier League game of football to his, to his abilities I, I saw him at Crystal Palace last year when United won 2-1 and, and Zlatan got the winner and he was unplayable in December so was Zlatan yeah. he was unplayable Pogba yeah. was and there has been times when he's been unplayable but that's, that's got to be seven times out of ten now. It can't be one or two games out of ten. So it's back to the consistency point where United can look very good, like in the second half against City, against Bournemouth, and then slump for what happened at West Brom. Yeah, that, that's, the, um, that's the key point. 
yeah, that, that's that's United. That's what United have got to rub out next week. They can't be brilliant one week and then awful the following week. That just doesn't go. Prediction for the game today, finally, because I know we've got a tax here. United just in extra time. Thanks, James. Stood on Wembley Way. Australia. And there's two hours to kick off. Numbers pretty evenly split between United and, and Tottenham fans, 34,000 of each. Since I was last here in January, there's been a lot of construction. Uh, I couldn't even get my bearings at one point. They're flooding the area with uh, apartments. I walk from Wembley Central and it's um, it's an area with a, a, a large um, immigrant population. You see restaurants from all around the world. And it's, there's a bit, bit of a buzz when you walk, walk through it. But there's a student campus at Wembley. There's loads of flats going up. But we're not here to talk about stuff like that. And with Martin, I remember speaking to you, Martin, on Wembley Way. After one of our many trips to Wembley, I've seen you going to matches for as long as I've been going. Um, are you looking forward to the game today? Not really. It's just a non-event for me now, football. So why have you come to Wembley if it's a non-event? Come with me, mate. Have a drink, and I'm not really bothered about going in the game. Tell you the truth. So you're because tr- I know other people who do this, and people listening might find it bizarre that you go to matches and don't go in. It's a social thing. You've come. You brought yeah, your son here. Of it's a social thing, but you don't, as it stands now, you don't get the social thing in the ground. When you could stand up, you could go and stand with your mates. Now you can get a season ticket in the ground, and you sat between Norwegian, Swedes, whatever. There's no atmosphere in the ground because of this, and the, and, and they go on about United going on about singing sections. When I was a kid, the old ground sang. All right, well that that's changed a lot now. Are you in favour of safe standing if that was to be brought in or do you think it's just yeah, gone too far in yeah, terms of the demographics yeah, of the people? The safe standing, they're going about the safe standing, it's the seats like they've got a Dortmund yeah. with the standing but it's still, you still allocate the season ticket to that, to yeah. that seat so you're still going to be sat with idiots that you don't, you don't really know, you haven't well, got a clue. I've, I've, well, if they could have a standing section yeah. where there was not like the old crash barriers like the United, yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be good but it's I, not no more. I stood in the Sud Tribune in Dortmund in November and you can get two people for every one standing space. There's twice as many people in there, and people do move around. They just, they just do. But yeah, you, know, the, the way the government's saying at the moment, know, it's not going to happen. But you, you're on about all the killjoys at the Manchester United yeah. the stewards. They'll yeah. throw you out for anything. You've got even got a number now that you can text or phone while the match is on to throw you out if someone if someone's being abusive to another player. Grasswatch. What, yeah. What's that about? <laughs> what's that about? You know what I mean? Have you, you, not, you, have you not used this new service yet? No, I would have. You've got to get them in the ground to you. I won't even bother. It's bizarre though, isn't it? There's a lot of people that are watching Manchester United now that haven't got a clue. They haven't got any clue about the history. And they're going about the old style of play, a lot of these new ones. You can't remember we were crap so in the 80s. when were you happiest watching Manchester United? When I was a, when, I tell you what, when I was a 77, well, 74 up, 75 up, Doherty's team was great, yeah? We had a low for Sexton for two years. That's when we was crap. And then Atkinson's come over and he, he got us going a bit, you know what I mean? We were a cup team, we couldn't win the league, we'd always beat Liverpool, we couldn't, we couldn't beat Leicester and QPR. Them kind of teams, we were, we were, you know what I mean? But it was exciting to watch. It's like now at Mourinho, they're all having a pop at this guy, but he's inherited a lot of players. Arthur Ferguson's team's there, he's got players from Van Gaal, he's got this, that and the other, and you get people there booing United. He'll get it right. Who, what other manager can you get? He's got the best record in world football for a manager. That's, that's now not including Ferguson, obviously, but the best, you know, that manager that is going now he has Guardiola he might not be able to beat him in a lot of matches but he beat him last week you know the people look at Guardiola Guardiola inherited right card team basically at Barcelona he inherited Ankers' team at Bayern Munich so when, and he's inherited an empty money, moneyless pit anybody can buy success if he's a remember, great manager he's a great coach he, Jack Walker bought it at Black yeah League. he did he did it's a combination of things when was your first trip to Wembley 
first trip to Wembley. Yeah. 70, 70, 70 Cup final. So you didn't come 76, Bobby Stokes. How old are you no. in 77? 15. How did you come to Wembley that day? Jibbed the, jibbed the train and itched it home. You jibbed the train? And jibbed it home. And jibbing well, it, it just it, meant it, not it, being it, asked for yeah, your ticket? Yeah, yeah. and it itched, well, itched it home. How? Not, can you remember it? You remember yeah, hitching home? Of course I can. Where'd you, where'd, you, where'd you put your thumb out? Wembley Way? No, we used to go to Staples Corner. How'd you get to Staples Corner from here? It's at the bottom of the M1. Right. And you know where you are from here, it's what, it's 15 minutes. Staples what, walk? Corner. No, it's about, if you got on a bus, it's 15 minutes. So you get a bus to Staples Corner, and near the bottom of the M1, and you'd put your thumb out. Yeah, and people would stop for you. We just got, as it happens, we got some United fans had a Luton van. What's a Luton van? It used to be a big square box van. All the old people know what I'm on about. We lift it up and used to throw mattresses in it. And everyone would just crash in it and wake up in London we played night games, uh, away games, sorry, on a Saturday. So you go in Luton vans to away matches, not, not just Wembley, you go like no, if United were playing? No, yeah. it depends, it depends who United was playing, because that's what it was. From Salford Van, I used to make a fortune on yeah. Luton Van. It's a box van, a big box van now, basically, is a Luton van. And how many would get in the back of it? 20. 20 more. people in the and with, with mattresses rare so and the back was lift up and everyone used to have a pee as it was going down the motorway would never you, stop for the toilet break would you get any sleep no nah, you never used to do that you just drink no nah, but if not if nah, i was a kid i didn't drink but even when you went to uh we used to get the midnight trains from piccadilly yeah and it used to meet up with the liverpool said we're playing at southampton it used to meet up with the liverpool train at, in uh in crew, crew. But you couldn't get you couldn't get at each other because they, there was the guard had locked the door. Three o'clock in the morning, you're bouncing off on Euston Station, fighting with Liverpool at three o'clock in the morning there at West Ham away at Southampton. So you both come down on the overnight mail train. Oh, loads used to do. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you all knew that when you got to Euston, you'd be fighting on the concourse. Yeah, with Liverpool. Yeah. That's the way it was. Yeah. Uh, do you and miss then, those days? Nah, because I'm an old man. But if it was like these kids now, they haven't got a clue. So yeah. like, like people used to say to you, didn't they? You know, when you was a kid. Oh, you don't know how lucky you are. Well, I haven't got a clue about football. They all, they all stand there and they sit there singing the same old songs, same old songs. You go in that Bishop Blaze, it's nothing but foreigners. If you get a mank in there, you're lucky. Because why would you want to queue up three hours to get in and pay a tenner? Or whatever it is they charge and stamp them, stamp the van. It's a joke. When you used to go on, well, I know you still go on European trips. Did you ever hitch to no. Europe? Or no, just we trains? No, we used to get Transalpinos. They were the rail tickets, that which were rail- popular in the early 80s. That was a rail ticket at the time, Transalpino. You could buy a Transalpino to Stuttgart. First right. time, that was my first time abroad, United, 1979. To but Stuttgart, Stuttgart got a for a friendly? Yeah, I played Stuttgart, Bochum, and then we all ended up in Denmark, Aalborg, and uh, Danish Select. Just well, you got, around. Well, we got a Transalpino, once you got to Stuttgart, you were on your, you'd were you done your own thing, you chipped it everywhere. Nobody had no money in them days. No? Uh, flying, you know, behave. Well, I can remember first seeing you um, in 1991 and on European, on the pre-season friendlies in Scandinavia. Yeah. And even then, I thought that people who got on a plane were posh. Yeah. So the first, I think the first European away I did was Atletico Madrid in 91 on a, fl- on a plane. Yeah, I've been to like I've been to the finals and stuff before that, but to go on a on a flight because it was before the advent of budget airlines, wasn't it? Of course it was. But train travel still more exciting. Well, we used to, well I tell you what we used to do, right? We used to say we was at West Ham on the Saturday. We'd all have our bags. You'd head in your Adidas bags. If you, like, if you remember, the kids will know what I'm on about. Yeah, the ones know what of course I'm on about. I remember them. We got to West Ham, right? And straight after West Ham, we'd be on down down Dover Priory. Yeah. Get across. Get across. The, Ostend, because yeah. that's where the fellas used to up and bang, we were away, yeah? All on? All on Transalpinos or Jibbing it or Interrails, whatever it was at the time. 
and then we come back on a Saturday and we could be at what's it we could be at Southampton away on a Saturday we'd all be in Southampton with our bags we'd all be going to Southampton with our bags and plus our ill-gotten gains that we'd pillaged while we was in Europe so it's a way of life it was a way of life then it was great because you were a kid you had nothing you know what I mean? We've got PlayStations and mobile phones and all this. Football, it was your football. You were the first person I knew who had the mobile phone. I know, but I needed it. You know what I needed it. But um, obviously, yeah. obviously, but we, we got, you know... You what got type phone. of um, ill-gotten gains were people coming back with? Because there's been a few books about this, the grafters. You know and a, lot of, a lot of it's Mac and what they, what they write. But did you get the trainers and stuff like yeah, that? The tra- Adidas? trainers. I mean, I, I, used, to, I used to go overall with United and they'd come back, I'd be the best-looking kid in Longsight with the amount of gear I used to get. Is that your opinion or would the girls of Longsight have agreed with that? <laughs> You know what I mean? I never broke a few hearts in my time. <laughs> um, you know what I mean, though? Because that was—it was an image thing as well. Yeah. It was an image thing, you know. To you dress know. well. Yeah, of course it was. And the Liverpool lads did as well. Of course it was. Well, dare I say it? They were like basically the first. You know what I mean? We, even when we were saw, they? Yeah, there was Liverpool. They were always. Really? They were always in Europe. We wasn't. Right. We we were lucky if we got a pre-season friendly in Germany. But you did get them. Yeah, we did then. But because obviously you knew what you was going for. We used to go abroad with United, Liverpool every year. We might get a youth a cup every three, or we might win the cup. Win, you know, get a cup winners cup. And in later years, did you become friends with any of them Liverpool lads? Yeah, no, you'd lo- find no, lo- no, loads of them now. We, yeah, you know, we're all old men. We have a pint, got weather, and the best drink, best drink of the what's it? Yeah, best drink of the season. Me and Neckin in Everton. And you just talk about the old characters and the people. Never, never go in the match. Yeah. I mean, we, we went this year, we didn't even know United. We were that pissed. We didn't do it, innit? We didn't know we was that pissed. We didn't even know United had won. That's how good it was. And we're in, in, not interested in the game whatsoever. The, the football, the social side of it is the better thing. But you know, you know yourself, there's a lot of guys just that will go and they have the social side of it. But I mean, a lot of people are still going out of loyalty. You said um, all because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, or well, because you well, don't want to admit there's an addiction. Yeah, but yeah, but, but I'm saying be now, a big hole yeah, in the life. The thing, the, thing, the thing about United is well, all the older fans are going out of loyalty. Yeah, but United but ain't they're still going, Martin. They have know, a choice. I know, I, know, I know what you're saying, but they're not. United ain't loyal to their old fans. Yeah. they'll yeah. throw someone out of the ground, sell it, ban him for three games for something stupid, and then sell his season ticket for them three games. They'll sell it, it's, even though he's not allowed to sit in that seat. They'll sell it. It's just a money-making thing. You know, God forbid the bubble ever burst, I'll have a shot because it, it wasn't so long ago, Andy, they were selling half-year season tickets at United. You talked about Dirty Neck. Tell yeah. me some names of some of the other characters oh, who were around. Fast Talker. Fast Talker? Yeah, because he used to talk dead fast. <laughs> Where was Fast Talker from? <laughs> fast Talker. Who else? Go on, I love this. Yeah, I'm trying to think now, you put me on the spot here. Right. Alan the Ed. Alan the Head, why? Because yeah, he just had a bald head, he just had a mad looking head. Alan the Head, right, right uh, fast talker. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think now. I'll give you Banana Bob. Yeah, but that, yeah, I've always thought that it, someone said that it, it was because he was bananas, but apparently his family's got that old oh, that Fifey's or something. Banana. <laughs> so because there's a, a link to a banana yeah. plantation. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, who else? Oh, who would have carried the. Car- yeah, the- my Pretty selective, but we, we just made up names for people. Lacosta Socks was Lacosta Socks. Yeah. I, I know him, John from North Wales. Oh, Russell. Russell, Russell, uh, sorry, Russell. He put, he put his, we got somewhere like Coventry in the, in the league, and he put his feet up on the special and had his pair of Lacoste Socks on, and it just stuck. The name just stuck. So for, the for his whole life, he's called Lacosta well, Socks. He is. He is. Who else? Who are your mates? What are they called? Just nicknames from your second names, and actually, you know, someone like bad names, like obviously, you know, Paraffin, don't you? Go on, tell us about Paraffin. Paraffin was ace, used to itch it everywhere. Used Paraffin to... Pete, he yeah. itched, yeah, he's famous, isn't he, among United? Yeah, well, fans. I used to watch it. Me and, me and the Vays used to look after him. We'd get to an away game, we'd always made sure he'd come over with us in the car, and we always bought him a breakfast, and then we made sure he got in the game. But we always brought him home because if we were playing at, at Norwich on a, on a 
Saturday and was at home at Southampton. He started itching it up after the Southampton game. We went to Torquay in a pre-season, not pre-season, we bought Lee Sharp and he That's got pulled right. off. And he was there, Peter. We was there, obviously. He slept out that he night. He slept out in the car park. They put an hat on him and gave him a pennant and then put him in the local paper. He was a celeb. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive, Peter. It was at a thing's funeral of a week, Peter. Yeah. We all went at Billy's and Bert. No, I don't think it was, it was at one of them. It was at, well, we at Billy's, old big Billy and Tilsley, whatever. We all went away. So, this connection of going to the game with your mate, it, it seems that stronger than actually watching the game. It's You, you see your mates, it's a social social thing. That's what that's what football was as a kid. Yeah, but it's not you. now. It's not now. But you're still seeing them, but just not in the ground. Yeah, it's not It's not now. There's loads of lads. I mean, the derby, the derby last week, United played City. The boozing in town was hammered. Right. And a lot of them used to go to the games. They will not go to the games now because at the end So you of the went day, in the pub and you met them all? I was, mates. I was drinking my local quad at Mines and City pub, but I was drinking in there with yeah. Top Laugh. There's only me, you know, two United fans in there and the third goal went in. Where, which part of Manchester is your local in? Gorton. So is that a city area? Yeah, it is a city So area. I keep coming across, United fans are from Gorton and they all say it's a city area and Gorton has had more than its fair percentage of United fans on it. I know what you say, but a lot of, yeah, all the old ones are from Gorton, but a lot of blues live in Gorton. They're founding in Gorton, weren't they? Yeah. Answer. Right, prediction for today before we go on the ground? Just hope we win. Thank you. So the game's just about to kick off. 34,000 United fans, at least, singing behind the goal. Everyone's been given a, one of them flags. The team... The here, Jones, Pogba, Sanchez, Lukaku, Smalling, Lingard, Young, Herrera, Valencia, Matic. I think Herrera and Pogba played themselves into the team with the performance at Wembley. Um, I think there's a few, Juan Matters very disappointed not to be playing. And Eric Bain not having to be figuring. The game is now underway. It's, it was raining just before the game started. But it seems to have stopped now. The game is now 10 seconds old. Now, 11. So United have started better than they did in the league game on the 31st of January. But Tottenham have started the better of the two teams. Anyway, I'm not going to imagine if we just do a podcast and give a commentary for 90 minutes. No, none of that. Join you at half time. But it's loud here, it's decent. Spurs fans are singing, come on you Spurs. We'll just see if they score this corner here. No, here we go. United have scored. Sanchez. Absolutely brilliant goal. 23 minutes gone. Tottenham had got a goal up after 10 minutes. And it's been all Tottenham. And I'm just watching it thinking, oh no, oh no, not again. We're terrible away at Tottenham. And Tottenham have had other chances as well. But Pogba put a lovely ball in. And Sanchez, despite being tiny, Pogba won the ball off um, Dembele. Which is no mean feat. Dembele was the best player on the pitch in January. And Sanchez mid-air with his body sort of arced backwards got his head on it 
and sent it the other direction. Great goal. And Mitchell Vorm in the, the Tottenham goal. He didn't even move. The Chileans done him. Sanchez just slid away on his knees. Fist pumping. The United ends now singing UNITED. 24 minutes gone. It's taken 24 minutes to get out of the depression of this poor start to the game. And now you can hear the United fans. Jose Mourinho has got his shirt on, his trousers on. He's just gone to the side of the pitch to write some notes. I hope it's written Sanchez mint goal. And now Tottenham attack. And Tottenham have been the better team so far. Tottenham might have been the best team for the first 25 minutes, but United got stronger and stronger. And Herrera got a winner in the 61st minute. I thought it was a really good Manchester United performance with good performances around the pitch. Sanchez, Pogba, Phil Jones, players who needed to have a big game, especially after that dire match at Wembley against Tottenham at the end of January. And Herrera was man of the match for me. He's coming really good in the last few matches after a pretty difficult season. So I'm pleased for, for the lad. And it's another cup final. It's brilliant. Everyone's buzzing. Everyone had a great day at Wembley. Probably got sore heads on Sunday morning, but a cup final to look forward to. It feels like the season's still alive and there was a danger after that Seville game where it was just dying. It was so disappointing. And even the further setbacks like the West Brom defeat last week, but the FA Cup final is a big deal. It's always been a big deal among Manchester United fans, no matter what anybody says. And detractors might say, yeah, but the team pulled out of the 2000 competition. The fans have always been faithful to the FA Cup so we'll obviously have a podcast from Wembley in the merry month of May and hopefully United can can win although that's just completely stating the obvious the next podcast well we're going to Scandinavia next weekend we're going to be recording a podcast or two um, with the, some of the usual podcast lads we'll also have Lee Sharp with us and Bojan Jordic always good value so watch out for that and if you live in Oslo or you live in Bergen Come and see us. I think we're at the Scotsman on Saturday in Oslo and then Bergen around the Arsenal game the next day. So we'll put information out on social media and we'll bring a decent podcast, hopefully, from there. Until then, enjoy this week. Enjoy the fact that Manchester United have finally turned up in London and beaten Tottenham Hotspur. It was a great day. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.